Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music Episode 74, the Hurricane Episode. Very happy to have the Presley Girls on the show today. They are a duo out of Brasstown, North Carolina, probably the most Western of the Western North Carolina musicians we've had on the show. But they are active and play live shows all up and down the eastern coast, uh, all the way up to New Hampshire and down into Georgia, South Carolina, uh, I believe Tennessee and Alabama maybe. And they'll go farther if you ask them to, I'm pretty sure. Had a lot of fun talking to them. They, are, they have just uh, great harmonies, as you're going to hear in just a little bit, and great songwriting. Uh, there's just a lot of fun to be around, too. They're uh, very entertaining. You can find them on thepresleygirls.com. That's with two S's. Uh, also look for them on Facebook and Instagram. They have a lot of uh, very entertaining Instagram stories and Facebook posts. And also they have a YouTube channel that is um, almost unrelated to their music, where they do a lot of skits and stuff, and they, they'll talk about that uh, in one of these episodes as well. And now here they are from Brasstown, North Carolina, the Presley Girls. So 
me and a guy named Peter Siegel from Brattleboro, Vermont, um, wrote the song Brass Town, and it's about where we live. We live in Brass Town. It's a really, um, really sweet song. We wrote it actually in a, a class. So at the John C. Campbell Folk School, which is located in Brass Town, he is one of the instructors. Um, there's a se- several of them who teach a class there every year, and it's been several years ago in that class. Um, I knew that he was a songwriter, and you kind of had one-on-one time with instructors, and so I had one-on-one time with him, and was like, hey, I just want some like songwriting tips, and he's like, let's write a song, and so um, we did it, and then for years, we didn't sing it for some reason. I, I don't know really why, and then eventually, we kind of stuck with it, you know, I guess picked it back up and learned it, and and stuck with it and it's really sweet we sing it at the folk school a lot because we play there a lot and it's on our cd yeah the funny thing is is you come home and told me that day i mean i was in the class too but i was in a, with another instructor doing something different you come home and you say um hey I, i'm really excited in the class today we talked about song writing skills and tips and things like that and we wrote a song and i said that's wonderful can i hear it and you said no <laughs> And and I just dropped it because I thought maybe you were, you know, you're nervous or yeah. in the right time. Yeah. So, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much the story. And it's kind of become a thing that we sing everywhere we go to. It's usually a song that we end on. For the yeah. most part, like, that's almost always what we end on, no matter where we end play. Into set on, you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, into set on. Celebrates our home, and there's no better place to celebrate that in Brasstown and also everywhere else. We take it with us, so. Where is Brasstown? So Brasstown is um, far western North Carolina. It's o- almost as far as you can go without being in Tennessee. So, and it's like ten minutes from ten, fifteen minutes from Georgia. Two hours west of Asheville. Two hours west of Asheville. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half, maybe. <laughs> about 
our late dog. We used to have a little dog. Her name was Ruby. She was a rat terrier, and if anyone knows that breed of dog, they're very spunky. They're very mischievous, really like to get into things and have a good time, and we picked her out when we were probably eight, nine years old, something like that. We had her for a long time, and she did like to spend time in the kitchen. Um, she was a dog that liked to hunt around for crumbs and just hang out with everyone else, and, and our kitchen tends to be a jam space and a hangout. And so we would be playing music or just sitting in there having a meal or talking, something like that, and she was always pitter-pattering around in there. And so one day I heard this little tune rustling around in my head, and I picked up my fiddle and decided that I was going to pursue it, and... I got it all finished up, and I said, I wonder what I'm going to name this. And it might have been my uncle that, that I, I said, hey, what's your opinion? And and we started talking about some things, and we decided on Ruby in the Kitchen because that was that was something that we all experienced. Every Sunday when we jammed and, and practiced, she was always in the kitchen, and my house was usually a, a jam space. So every Sunday we would all sit in the kitchen, play music, and Ruby would be there too. So... So it's sweet now. It's kind of a reminiscent thing now that she's not with us anymore. It's kind of a, a sweet little thing to continue to do. And it's a fun tune to play. So, um, It's a really sweet tune. I always enjoy playing it. And especially, you know, it's a sweet tune now that she's gone. It's reminiscent, like you said, to think about. It's hard to make it last And it's easy to laugh 
This song is a song that I wrote a few years back. It's a love song. I wrote it about a, a specific experience, but I also wrote it because I think this applies to a lot of things. A lot of times people meet, whether that's romantic or friendships, and everything kind of happens fast. And, um, you know, I know that's happened to me. You meet someone, and maybe maybe you're out of town, and you meet someone, and you like them, and they're your friend, but then you have to leave, and you don't get to see them again. And, yeah. All right. That's real experience. Yeah, it was a real experience. Anything you want to say about real experience? You don't have to. It, do, it doesn't matter. Okay. Where was it in Brasstown? Um, yeah, yeah, it was in Brasstown. It was in Pine Log. Place called Pine Log. Place called Pine Log, yeah. Back in the Hicks. You told me that um, you had a heckler one time. Oh, man. What was the heckler oh, saying? We... So we had a heckler. Um, her name was Alice. We call her Drunk Alice. Funny thing is, is there's a um, Tom T. Hall song called Drunk Alice. Mm-hmm. But... We were playing in. Um, you knew who this? Oh, you, her name was really Alice, or you just called no, her? No, no, her pizza? name was really Alice. We didn't okay. yeah. personally know her. No, no we, we didn't. found out what her name was after the after. fact. Okay. I thought but, maybe like Brasstown was so small, you're like, I know this person who's heckling me. No, no. So we actually weren't even in Brasstown either. Oh, yeah. We were in um, Unicoi State Park. So that's like Helen, Georgia, which is not too far from us. It's like an hour. Um, so, kind of long story short, so we get there and we're playing and we're playing inside. We typically play outside. It's like a camp thing too. Mm-hmm. It's like campground. a campground, campground sort of, but it's also kind of ritzy in a way and it's nice. And so we're playing the first song and like all of a sudden I hear this loud pop and I'm like, uh oh. And I look over and see that Katie's like not fiddling anymore. And so her bridge breaks and basically, yeah, collapses. And so if your bridge collapses and you don't have another one, that's pretty much it. And so we were first of all thrown off. We we're only going to play an hour set, but we were thrown off because we didn't even make it through the first song and the fiddle was like, we're done. And so that was very disorienting because it's like you, you do a lot yeah, of songs. Yeah. So I'll pick up here um, from my, from my experience. Good. Good job there, Corey. So yeah. So my bridge. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So my bridge just pops and I think I knew at that point that I don't have another bridge with me, which is classic mistake. I should have brought a, another bridge with me um i didn't so i go to the other room um where it's quiet and i'm trying to decide what i should do and i realized then there's nothing i can do so I, I come back into the room when my uncle who also plays in our little band and my sister stopped singing the song and stopped playing the song they were playing and i said okay guys and i'm speaking to the audience and i say i'm really sorry it's just an accident you know but i'm not going to be able to play my fiddle for the rest of the night because my bridge is so warped that there's no way that I can get around this and so unfortunately you know this is just what's happened and they they all took it pretty well the crowd was pretty cool about it I explained to the audience that hey I'm so sorry but this is just an accident and sometimes these things happen I didn't travel with another bridge so unfortunately I'm not going to be able to play for the rest of the night however I can still sing and we can get along just fine we'll do the best we can I'm going to go ahead and put my fiddle up, you know, sorry this happened, things happen. And everyone, you know, some people were like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, but everyone seemed pretty understandable. It's just one of those Except things. Except Alice. Except Alice. Alice, who at this point was Mystery Heckler. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure of her name until later on. We, we found that out. One, this was before the formal introduction. This was, yeah, this was yeah, before gotcha. the formal introduction. So I am... Um, I just made this speech to the audience. I'm feeling just thrown off. I'm, I'm upset. I'm feeling nervous about this whole situation. And this one woman in the audience speaks up and says, Hey, why didn't you bring another bridge? 
And I said, because I don't have one, or I would have brought one if I had another one. Mm -hmm. This has never happened to me. Now I know to prepare, you know, just one of life's lessons you learn. Well, I can't believe that you are calling yourself a fiddle player. Are you really a fiddle player if you didn't bring this bridge? Can you even play the fiddle? What's up with you? I mean, she proceeded to absolutely give me down the road in front of everyone. And it was super awkward. And me being me, one of two things crossed my mind. Either, like, I could cry and, like, blush and explode where I'm at because I'm being called out in front of all these people by this stranger, and it feels, like, really personal. Yeah. Or I wanted to be like, hey, listen, you know, and kind of give it back. But I knew that was not an appropriate response. So we go on through the rest of the night. She continues to be loud, to be angry, to be disruptive. But she also, too, like, made everyone else uncomfortable. So it was like right. this, like, she had, like, this big circle around her of no people because she was, like, making everyone <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable and they were all trying to get away from her. Yeah, yeah, there was actually people leaving, people moving seats because she would not stop being weird and singing and swaying and touching everybody else and just yeah. acting acting weird. So the end of the night draws near and she has Praise heckled, the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> she has heckled me all night. She keeps every every time we have a dead space where we get done with one song, we're gonna head to the next. She she fills that dead space up with yeah. heckling. So so we learn no real bridge, quick. Don't no don't, bridge yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like so her. we learned She's real quick. Person. Leave no dead space, and we went from right. song to song to song. So the night draws to an end. Um, the park ranger comes up and says, th- "These were the Presley girls. We're gonna send a donation basket around, which was really nice. Thanks so much for coming." That kind of thing. Closing. Let's play one more song. So we play our last song. We're done. We're so glad to get out of there. We're packing up. We're ready to leave. And this woman, who we didn't know is Alice yet, approaches us. She comes up and she says, "Hey, man." I still can't believe that you played the whole set like that. And she starts to get like really close to me. And then, then here comes the the classic um, leaning on you in your space, touching you, <laughs> hugging you. And now she's just like dead weight, yeah. like has her dead weight on me. And she reeks like a distillery. It's horrible. And finally, I lose it. And I say, listen. You need to go home, and I don't like you touching me, and I don't want you in my space. Please back up. And that infuriates her. And, and I'm not gonna talk. I'm not. I'm not gonna mention what she says after that because it's not colorful. Um, she just goes off this this rant. And Corey here kind of gets in the mix, and we're all feeling the tension in the air. You could cut it with a knife. And finally, the one of the park rangers says, "Alice, that's enough. Go." home and at that point that i was so frustrated because i was like okay like they they obviously know her so why did they let her sit there for this whole hour and i was wondering why if they were there because when you before you said a part range i thought it was just like nobody else was there in authority they should have yeah taken her out that was the frustrating part is it was like they knew that and we're like go on home alice and i'm like ah if you knew this why did you let this happen for an hour yeah the way they said it alluded to this has happened before so You know, it made for a good story. Old old Alice old of the Alice, Woods. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually wrote a little song called Alice and the Bridge, and it's <laughs> it's something that I wrote, and we kind of um, pretty cryptic. It is. <laughs> yeah. What, what could it be about? It's very cryptic. Yeah. Um, so we kind of just let it set. So that's something you can everyone can look for. We're gonna we're gonna kind of work yeah. that one back up, and it's it it gives blow by blow, detail by detail, exactly what happened that night, and we thank God that that night is over. Yeah. <laughs> More from the Presley Girls in just a few moments. Want to remind you, you can find them online at thepresleygirls.com, two S's, and also find them on 
Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on their YouTube channel. Make sure to contact them for your events. They are highly entertaining and real crowd pleasers. Also, I didn't uh, introduce the Presley sisters uh, properly at the beginning of the show. Corey Presley sings and plays acoustic guitar, and Katie Presley sings and plays fiddle, and they both write songs for the group. Make sure to go and sign up for regular downloads of the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for WNC Original Music and look for the black and white mountain that says WNC Original Music. Also, follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram for videos and extras from the podcast. And also to find out when new episodes are coming out. Although, again, if you subscribe, you don't need me to remind you. This is our last episode before Christmas, and I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday of your choosing. And I want to remind you to go out and listen to live music whenever you can. Support local music and live music. Go to people's websites, download their music, and uh, just send them a note and let them know how much you enjoy what they do. They will really appreciate it. This is Graham Adams from Appalachian Renegades, and you are listening to WNC Original Music. Rock on! When the day is done and we return to rest, I can only hope you'll think of me. Our days were spent in rain or shine, but I promise love time to come.
so this is actually a song I wrote not too terribly long ago, maybe a couple of years ago. Um, I actually wrote the music first. Fun fact, my mind works with melodies. It works with the music before it works with the lyrics a lot of the time. So I wrote the melody, and I was just going to have it be a waltz. I like to write waltzes. I, I really enjoy that. And they're great to play for dance music for people to waltz, too. And so at this point, this was probably, yeah, I guess this dates the song prior to 2016. My grandpa passed away in 2016. Talk about him later. He's, he's a lot of our musical influence. But while he was still living, he said, hey, this is a really nice um, melody here. Have you have you considered words? Why don't you write the words? And when he said that, it clicked, and I thought, oh, my goodness, you're right. I could try to write some words, and if I like them, great. And if not, that's okay, too. I already have the music, but why not? And so I was actually at his son, so my uncle's house, and every Sunday at that point, we would play at his house. Later, we moved our jam space to my house, but we were at my uncle's, and we were all playing, and my grandpa and his son, my uncle, were singing, and we were all having a good time, and, and I was kind of setting out. It wasn't my turn yet, and I was thinking... Yeah, yeah, I could do this. So I picked up pen and paper, and in about five minutes, I wrote it. And I thought, I like this. I let it sit, and I never changed it. I, I was pleased with it, and I think I just needed that moment of inspiration, like my grandpa cheered me on. And as far as the name goes, back in Brasstown where we live, the state road that we live on, I would say the road fork. So the state road that, that we, we drive on to get to the property where we where we have residency at. Um, yeah, Where we live. Where we live. I'm trying to say things that sound a little better than, hey, who wants my dress so you can come hang out with me in the middle of the night? Um, wow, that sounds great. I think if great. you said where we live, I don't think anybody would have jumped to. Okay. <laughs> What's your address? Where we have a residency. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the state road that we live on is called John Mason Road. Oh, and, uh, so yes. Yeah, so yeah. fun fact, John Mason is a person um johnny mason was his number? father what is road number? <laughs> right right um yeah what's so the house look like what is it is it's it? a brown house. it's a dump you have a security <laughs> system there i definitely do okay all right, we have two rottweilers yeah. now yeah. i'm joking um no so it's it's just a family a family name there john john mason his father was johnny mason i passed john mason every day driving mm-hmm. down the road so it's yeah it's just kind of a thing i thought wow i like the i like the I like that name because it talks about a little bit of my history, my interaction with with my neighbors and where I live, and just kind of kind of stuck. So there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a really sweet tune. I love to play that song. You it's did a good a, job writing it. On a, um, Thanks. Yeah. On a waltz, uh, where are you supposed to clap? If you're clapping along, you should clap on. You should clap with your feet. Playground and a classroom, such safety and love in between. 
here before um that's actually another first song. time in 80 years i've said the word trod yeah no that's actually a song that i wrote uh being katie um so you know people don't know who we are ron I believe, yeah yeah i mean i'll tell them i'll tell them. oh i mean do you want to say who you are before every every no. time you talk no. this is katie talking what's up no so this song really is honestly about my experience earlier this year. I started working in an after school program. It's a, a federally funded grant. It's it's great. Cherokee County where we live, every school in that county has this program and it may be something that other counties do too. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a nationwide thing if you apply for the grant and you receive the grant. It's called 21st Century Learners and it is an after school program for students who need a little bit a little bit extra encouragement or help with their studies, with their education. It's a place for them to come and we can help them out. We can give them that extra attention that they need. And we do a lot of fun programming too. So a lot of fun activities for them. So I'm the STEM director. So I do a lot of science, technology, engineering, and math with them. It's funny because I have a degree in art, basically. I have a bachelor's of art there. But 
and I can't count to three, but I am a math teacher. So anyway, I, I play a lot of music for them too to show them that, that music is definitely all math because they always say, Katie, when will I, Miss Katie, when will I use music, well, when will I use math? And I say, do you listen to music? And they all say, yeah, yeah, here's my favorite song. And I say, well, it's all math. Here you go. Let's, let's break it down. So my experience with this, I went to a little, little hometown school, very small, probably less than 200 students and that was k through eight k through eight yeah and it it was about two and a half miles from my house very very local very community based and it was great it was it was just it was a blessing and it was it was a great experience for me i I think i was lucky and blessed to to grow up there and have that experience so later i went off to high school a bigger high school and then yet a bigger college and when I got out of college, I ended up doing this after-school program, this teaching kind of thing, and I substitute as well. And so where I work, I work at several different schools in the county. Cherokee County is a large county. So one of the schools I work at just happens to be the middle school, the elementary middle school where I went to school at. So going back into the school there, it was just like a blast from the past. It's like, oh, my gosh, not a lot has changed, um, which is good and bad. <laughs> like maybe we should do some updating, but it's – you know how funding works with that it's it's also a poor county so it was just amazing to be like oh my goodness I'm back in this school and everything feels the same and walking through those doors it's like instantly I'm a child again and I'm in this same same place and how could I how could I be you know 15 years away from this and come back and be in this I feel the exact same and a lot of the teachers that are there I'm like you know, the, the students tell me, well, my teacher, Mr. Sellers, asked me to do this many math problems for homework. Can you help me? Well, Mr. Sellers was my fifth grade teacher. All of these teachers were my teachers. And it was like a really surreal but also terrifying experience of, oh, my God, time goes so fast. How does this happen? How does it happen that I, it seems just like yesterday I was here and now I'm 23 years old and I have a job and I'm, you know, looking to move out of mom and daddy's house sooner than later. It's like, you know, it's really, it's been really emotional for me. So I work at another school in the county that's, um, I would call, I would say a sister school to this one. So it's a mirror image. It, it was built by the same people at the same time. So I feel that way too, going to that school. But it's, yeah, there's a lot to say for those kiddos. They, they just they love with all their heart they don't even they don't question things they don't think about things they really are in the moment and I'm I'm so envious of that and I'm so lucky that I get to work with them every day and they I don't think I teach them much I think they teach me more than than I teach them I I love my kids people always ask me do you have any children and I say yes ma'am I have about 80 children in my after-school program so I would say that part of my heart is definitely fulfilled and the song song says just that so yeah, long story there, but that's it. That's okay. That's good. Very passionate about yeah, it. That's good. <laughs> I didn't record any of that. Can you repeat that? <laughs> okay, I want to thank Corey and Katie for being on the show, The Presley Girls. Just go online to www.thepresleygirls.com or search Presley Girls on Facebook or Instagram for their music and also their very entertaining videos. Should have a couple more episodes with uh, The Presley Girls coming up uh, within the next few months. So look out for that. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, you will get a special treat because every couple of weeks we put out the WNC Original Music Alumni Spotify playlist. Spotify? Yeah, I think that's right. 
and we'll start putting that up on the Facebook page as well once I figure out how to. And I think that's it for now. Have a good week. He's like, yeah, I got koozies, dude.